0: Good evening, ladies and gents, and welcome to the second official episode of the Dog Days podcast. Thanks for for joining in tonight. Uh, We'll get right to it, but I just want to introduce, we have some new faces in the crowd tonight. Uh, So tonight joining us is Wyatt Briggs. How's it going, guys? Cub, aka Burt Turcott. Howdy. We have a new face, Scott Engel. Hey, how's it going there? welcome scotty another new face joe flo roram what's good Stash. Up in seattle and last but not least bell muffin hello hello Alrighty. so uh when thinking about the topic uh you know last week we talked about sports and coronavirus and all that and how that had been affecting the sporting world i wanted to switch it up a little bit um back in the fall general mattis came to speak at uh dbu i live out in dallas and he came to speak at dbu and he had a great point in one of his speeches and it made me kind of think about the topic for tonight so he made a point or he asked a question which i'm going to ask you guys and let you guys kind of share your thoughts should military service be an obligation or a choice as a country should we make 18 year old male citizens serve in the military to some extent now i'm not saying frontline service i'm not saying they have to be out there on the front lines but to some extent, should every male citizen in our country serve serve our country?
1: Okay. Wow. That's an excellent topic.
0: Um,
1: uh, well, you know.
2: I'm gonna flat out just say no, right off the bat, personally. Um, while I think that you know a lot of countries do do that, uh, as far as I'm aware, um, a lot of countries require you to become a full citizen, you have to serve in the military before you can join their citizenship or whatever. Um I don't think it's a good idea for every male to be in the service. I only say that because like I can think of a couple people without naming names that I really would not want in our military.
3: Yeah, I mean they just don't have a stomach.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't have the stomach for Nini. Uh, yeah.
0: But I'm not necessarily but, saying like they're serving in the military like as soldiers but serving to some capacity serving our country. Okay. So that could be working in the government that could be working in like a desk job. For okay. the military. So not literally. So government work. worker
2: would be Correct. included.
0: In Correct. Okay. But to some extent serve our country.
2: I think like, I
4: think if we think about it, like the, the countries who usually do that, so like Israel, like Israel does that. You have to, I think everybody, not even just guys, I think yep. women do too. Um, I think you're right. That could be wrong on that. But, um, if you look at that, it's because of their kind of like their I would assume like their population size is obviously a lot smaller, and they're in between all of the countries who are trying to like attack them all the time.
1: Israel's on high alert at all times,
4: exactly, but I think for America, like I don't think that it would really work because if you think about it, just think about the people like that are in the country right now. I just don't think that. A, it would really have the support. Like people would be negating all of the work that they had because they're. We already have people burning flags. Like, um, but I just don't think that it's. It would. It would work out with with our our population size first of all. It's like too many jobs, and then secondly, I just don't think that it would have the support. Whereas Israel. You know they don't really have a choice and they understand what it like means to fight for
0: their freedom what kind of what kind of time frame are we talking so, like four years when, I when think? general mattis was talking about it he had suggested like one to two years okay. Uh, okay. and making it like one or three more, yeah. like once they once a male graduates high school they have i can't remember the exact options i should have looked into it more but there's like three options they could do like active duty service like actually serving in the military they could do more of like a desk job type service where they're in the military but not on the front lines. And then they could do like a civil service duty where they'd essentially just be working stateside but in some aspect working to serve our country.
5: Like and so I don't have like all the details
0: of that stuff fleshed out, but that was like his idea. And his whole thing behind it, which I, I agree with him, is it's like if people are going to enjoy the freedom and the fruits of the greatest country on the planet, they should work and know what it's like to why we have those freedoms i think a lot of people in our country take it for granted the country that we live in and if you go visit other countries that are communist or that are third world countries or whatever it might be um we really do have it so good i mean you you think of people who are considered like not in good standings in our country are still worlds better than other people in other countries like i think other people in other countries would kill to be a united states citizen and so i i agree with him on this fact that like people in the United States that are born citizens, like in order to appreciate how good we really have it should serve to some aspect, because if they're going to enjoy the freedom of the country that we live in, like they should play a part in it.
3: Mm -hmm. Okay. I agree. I think the two, the two things that I was going to say about this just right off the top of my head is like, I'm kind of curious on how the benefits would start paying out because there are crazy benefits for military people.
0: And which, that's one of the things they deserve. About. Okay. He said, he said everyone who would go in to the, like the first two options would get all military benefits. They'd get college tuition help. They'd get like great healthcare, great like all that sort of stuff that military people get. So they'd receive. Yeah, pretty
3: much the best. Exactly. Which I think would be great. I just yeah. I don't know. I hope that logically that would work out. Um, I know that would, that would cause a lot of things with, I mean, if everyone's on military benefits, but the other thing I was going to say is like, what happens to, um, college? Like, I mean, that's a big, that's a big, like hold off for a little bit, you know, for a lot of people because like, and I'm not trying to say sports are the most important thing in the world, but like, think about kids not going to go play college ball now. All right, I guess we could just watch Army and Navy play each other 15 times a year. But, I mean, seriously, like, that's, a, that's something to think about, too. Yeah, I mean, we'll throw NIMI out there, too. I'd love to watch him play <laughs> every week.
2: Well, another thing to think about, too, kind of going along with the college stuff, Scott, is a lot of militaries, like, if you're serving, some, like, a specific role, they send you to a college to get education. So, like, if you if you sign up for the military now and you're going to be a, you know, a nuclear submarine operator or whatever, you have to go and get, like, a high level of education at, at a college. But you're yeah. in, like, ROTC program during that time. Um, like, I, I know a couple of you guys know Leighton Barella. He's a buddy of mine down here at NMSU. And uh, he's in the Air Force right now, but he's doing, like, a business degree for the logistics side of air force
3: kind of thing. Okay. That That's kind of good. goes like with the time frame thing. That's kind of why I was asking that too. But yeah, so that I, is a uh, good point.
0: And I think, think? I think something that would never like actually happen, right? Like I don't think there's any way right. to enforce this. Yeah. Just because we have
4: too many people. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, too no many liberals. Need, 380 million people do this, but just the concept of having people serve the country that they are getting all these freedoms from in order to appreciate it more because see, I think I, nowadays you see like a country that's so divided, right? Politically, like we're just so divided. Everyone's so hot and argumentative about everything nowadays. People are burning flags. People are just so anti USA, whatever. And I'm not trying to make this a political debate, but I'm just saying.
5: I see, Maybe I we can like turn it people, into
0: one. What? No, no, no. I don't want to. But I think You're we're so divided now that an idea like this, really has a lot of merit when it comes to like American pride and having people appreciate how good we really have
4: it. Yeah. So that's, that's exactly where I think it would just, it would be amazing if it could happen because I think that the people who think that they have it so hard here for their struggles or whatever, they have no clue. Like for what they go through here, they're getting people get their heads chopped off for in the Middle East. And it's, it's not, and it's like, Oh, well, you know, I had to go through this and people judging me and stuff like that. That's everybody, everybody's exactly. everyday life, regardless. You're going to get judged for something. You're going to get your feelings hurt. That's fine. But if someone really believes that they have it so difficult here, if they, if we sent them to live in the Middle East or anywhere else for a month, they would be like, thank god that i'm from the united states yeah. so i think that it would be awesome if it could work i just you know like with like you said with with 380 million people there's just no way that it, we could make it work yeah um but i do think that if we were to somehow successfully implement that it would be a very different country and i think it would be much you know we'd be much better off with the type of mindsets that are created through that.
3: I agree.
2: So while we were talking about this, I pulled up a thing online, just a, a map of um, the countries that require military service and the countries that don't require military service. So I'm gonna share my screen real quick so you guys can take a look at this. Um, everything in red, is going to be countries that require military service. So we got, you know, Russia, China, stuff like that. Everything in green is China or, uh, companies, that, sorry, countries that uh, don't require any form of military service. So, you know, USA, Canada, um, Mexico, I didn't know actually requires military service. Which, yeah. show. kind of weird. Amazing. Uh, Brazil, um, you know, if you guys know a couple of these other countries, let me know. I'm not that good at geography, but Russia, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Russia. Thanks. I said Russia earlier. So Germany. China. And, uh, China. But I don't know. I just thought it was something cool to share real quick while you get while we're talking on the subject, for those of you that are watching our YouTube video, uh,
0: you can also follow us on dog days podcast on YouTube. Yeah. I want Cub, I want to hear what you have to say. Cause for, for those listening, Cub went to a military junior college. So he probably has the most military background of any of us. Definitely the best stomach for sure. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, so I mean, I've actually thought about this a lot. Um, imagine, imagine if that happens, imagine our society as a whole after people go through a military boot camp, you know, um, I definitely went through type of a, uh, like an abbreviated boot camp um, down there in the Mexico military, nothing, you know, nothing, nothing as hard as a six month Basic for, with the Marines or the Army, you know, stuff like that. But um, I did spend two years down there, and I tell you, I was a, I was a different person when I left the two years down there. It, it definitely matures you, and it kind of gives you a little structure, and it gives you a different way of thinking about stuff, um, which I think is for the better. Now, there are a lot of, like you guys said, there's a lot of issues with, uh, you know, people with no. No pride and stuff like that in the United States, but I, I will tell you that that if if we were to implement a two year uh, requirement, two to three year requirement of military service, go through a boot camp, um, and just try to try to figure out try to figure out what's going on with your life, you know. And the way I look at it is how many of us when we were eighteen knew what we were gonna do? Mm,
2: I um, thought I did. Six exactly. years into
1: college you have no idea what you're going to do when you're, at, when you're 18 years old, whether you're playing a sport or not, like, you know, 0.1% of all athletes go play pro pro, you know? So like, I'm not trying to down on like, Oh, don't leave your dreams out. But like, you know, you got to kind of look towards the future. What are you going to do as a career? If, if that pro, if that if making that pro sport doesn't pan out. So I think, I think if everyone went through a two to three year uh, process like that, I think our, the United States would be absolutely unstoppable. It'd be absolutely unstoppable.
4: What do you think? Let me ask this. What do you think? So say uh, 2020 election happens, blah, blah, blah. The first thing that, that happens is the president issues. It's mandatory for every, at least male um, citizen to, to do some sort of military thing like you're talking about. What do you think the reaction is like from the country?
1: Oh, it would be unreal. There would be riots in the streets.
4: I agree. Which is uh, sucks. Would not go but, over well. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Also,
4: that, that's I think thing. I think like it, it, there, like you said, there absolutely would be just kind of chaos. Um, but is that? I mean, that's what makes America America is we have freedom of speech, which is arguably, you know, well, that's one of the greatest freedoms because if you disagree then you can speak up um so there's kind of that like fine balance of you know if it's mandated you have to do it but we're gonna see people freaking out over it yeah, yeah without,
1: I mean, without a doubt i mean bring up a good points freedom of speech what are the greatest of well, the greatest uh bill of rights freedom of speech first one perfect um but how much are the? How much is that? Are we enforcing right now? We got Republican speakers going to liberal campuses, and they can't even go in the podium and speak on their views.
2: Well, it's turned political quick.
1: Oh, is that freedom of speech? No, we are killing that as of right now. It's kind of it's kind of ridiculous, you know. It's kind of like I'm sorry, but.
0: That's- I think to I think to piggyback off that idea, and again, this is all like not like this would ever happen, but if it were and people did riot, I think something the government could say is like, hey, you want to enjoy that freedom of speech and use it, then why don't you go defend it like so many people do that you're just so ungrateful for?
4: Yeah, but where I mean where we're at right now, people yeah. are just now it, they don't understand we that. That. It's, it's it's the era of handouts, you know. Exactly. And Everybody wants it so easy if they don't understand especially like military stuff when people die, you know, and yeah. really we can talk about, uh, we understand it, all that, but really, I mean, even we, who, you know, I would say that we're a pretty, um, have a pretty good grasp as a group of appreciation for people who fight. Um, but you really can't understand that until, well, you go do it. Right. Um, and so I think that, you know, so thinking about us who we really appreciate that Think about the other half who, you know, they want nothing to do with it, which is, that's, you know, that's their right. You know, I, it's, it is what it is, but just think about like thinking about that group um, going out there with that mindset. I just don't, I just don't see that.
2: Like, ever. So I want to hear from Joey. He hasn't really said much about this. What's your
5: opinion on this buddy? yeah no it's definitely very interesting. I'm kind of glad you asked it because it actually challenges me to think i don't i don't I'm not gonna lie like I don't look into this kind of kind of stuff a lot. I probably need two more but I think it's it's interesting to be honest I don't see how it would work very effectively um I'd say if we were to do something like that, we'd have to do it in some sort of um effective way that doesn't you know limit people from still doing what um, they dream to do or what they want to do so whether that's maybe it's not as Full or as extensive as maybe it would be you know if you were to just you know go into services like that, but you know like if they could still go to school and serve at the same time or go, go to you know do what they they want to do after high school or when they graduate or when they turn eighteen and still serve in the military in some sense, like if we could have some sort of balance like that, then I think it could be effective, but i just i don't see how it would be very um, effective, and yeah, it'd probably be beneficial. In in ways, but I think there'd be more more negatives than positives that would come out of it. If I'm being honest, Uh, so yeah, I I mean, but then again, I really have no idea. I mean, none of us obviously really do, but yeah. Yeah.
3: I think think it would definitely be an adjustment stage. I mean, but like if you think about it, I mean, it sounds crazy to implement it now because of how much stuff we have in place. But like if we were to make that jump and that was the norm, eventually everything would go back to normal with adapting to
0: this or imagine if our founding fathers would have like written this into the constitution so it would have been like imagine how different our country would be today if this was something like we it was just normal like we didn't know any different and you know it's like people had to serve a year or two and that's it and then they could go on with their life go to school do whatever but like i just wonder like what like what it would look like today I do things.
3: like the education side of it, what you guys are bringing up, because I know there's
0: a lot – like, there
3: was um, – I saw this whole article on kids in Russia that were learning how to, like, survive in the outdoors as part of their military training. And But they were young. They were young kids. Like, they weren't even 18. I know things are a lot different over there. But, like, to learn necessary skills like that, like, that's pretty cool stuff, yeah. I think.
2: And something else, I just kind of, Mitch, you you kind of made me think of this by talking about the founding fathers and stuff. Didn't England have a requirement of service? Like, for Honestly. example, like George Washington was in the military. I don't know if it was required necessarily. I mean, that's something to ask our, you know, U.S. history teachers back in La Cueva. But uh, let's get Mister Thompson on the line, Mister <laughs> <laughs> Mister Part.
0: No, absolutely
2: not.
1: <laughs> absolutely not, Mister Part. <laughs> But, uh, one well, of the only worst humans possible.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, hopefully he doesn't watch it. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this. I, but,
1: uh, I hope he's listening to it, actually.
2: <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I wonder if it was deliberate that they didn't put that in there. Because around those times, you know, the, the country's small, uh, the world was small. In, in comparison to what it is now you think about population wise stuff like that like was it something that england required? i that's something i'm trying to look up right now and i don't know i mean there's also different ways to implement
1: it too i mean shoot we could do your junior senior year of high school kind of implement those two years of high school like like that idea yeah i mean i can see see that your life you know you're still living at home it's not going to be extra costs you know or your freshman sophomore year of college yeah if you're
4: i think that would be awesome but no matter how we would implement it there would be so much backlash
1: yeah absolutely would there be a lot of backlash if you got your first two years of college paid for while you're doing it
4: uh i mean it's it's possible but I just don't think. I mean, you know how people are now.
1: I, yeah,
4: on um, that subject.
1: I mean, that's problems, obviously
4: that's. But that's how it is. Like that's. It's a free country. You're. You can speak your mind. You can do that. And that's. I think that's. It's. You see the division in it now, but, but it's what makes the country the country. You know.
3: I yeah. honestly think, like going off of that, that a big thing like because we mentioned in the beginning the original question was males right males yeah. have to do this so i mean there's gonna be people that are gonna be "Well, i don't have why don't females have to do it you know yeah i mean yeah. there's there's definitely doubt. gonna be people out there with sure. that. no doubt so that's another division of there's just so
4: but yeah going off that there's so many different things like it's going to go off to that and then it's going to go off to you know this other group and this other group and why well we're why aren't we included and then people are going to be mad that they are included and then people are mad that they're not included like there's there's just not ever just because of (laughs) it's it's because of how spoiled we are to have all the stuff that we have you know that's Mm -hmm. what it's Everybody's spoiled, and we enjoy these freedoms. And I think the greatest thing that could ever happen is if everybody here had to go live in the Middle East for two months and just <laughs> realize how difficult those yeah. people have it and how what really fighting for your freedom would look like there, standing <laughs> up to people who will kill you if you know if you don't conform to what they want you to do
0: yeah
4: I remember I think you go ahead Joey
5: well I was just gonna say I agree with that um for sure but I mean I remember I went to Thailand for a couple months and obviously I'm not in like you know I we I went there on a mission trip with the church so we went to some pretty like poverty areas you know and like pretty crazy places, you know, we're obviously not seeing anybody, you know, get their heads chopped off and it's not super crazy and wars going around, but like, you know, we saw some pretty crazy stuff that was really real that you don't see in America at all. And, you know, you come back, it definitely changes you. It definitely changes your perspective. But I know there are so many people too that, um, even if they did experience something like that, they would still come back and they, and they wouldn't care. They would just, because they're, you know, people are people and people want what they want and, you know, they would, yeah, it'd maybe make them grateful for a bit, but some people too, I mean, there is so much that goes into it, but there would be people too that, you know, it's just like, oh, just back to, back to America. I'm safe. I'm comfortable again. Oh, it's whatever. You know what I mean? So there's yeah. going to be people that it radically changes their life, but I think there's going to be people too, where it's like, oh wow, that was crazy. Like, thank God I live here. It didn't really change, me you know?
4: Yeah, which is a shame, but you're absolutely right.
5: With yeah, no, hundred percent. So
4: yeah, because we we went to Cuba this year too, and I, you know, exact same thing like you were saying, you know, and I think where you really see it is when you get to talk to them, because um, I was spoke you know broken Spanish to them, and yeah. from the little bit that I learned throughout high school, Senor Pino is the greatest teacher ever, by so, the way, I'm- but they were so just like, Oh, America, America, my, my husband's uncle's niece, blah, 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 went to America and he just is so grateful for it. And I think that's like, that's amazing when you get to see the people who have lived in these places their whole life and then they get the freedom that we enjoy every single day and that we absolutely take for granted, no matter who you are, you know, to see them and how grateful they are for it because they've lived through, um, you know, socialism, communism, whatever. Um, even, even Mitch, do you remember that uh, the cab driver that escaped the USSR that we had in, in New York?
0: Oh yeah. That was crazy.
4: Yeah. I mean, so long story short, we we're in New York for a family vacation and uh, uh, me, Mitch and Caleb's family were all together and we had this driver and um, he was talking about, you know, he had a very thick Russian accent and we, um forget who it was. I think it was you, Mitch, who asked him where he was from, and he said yeah. Russia. And uh he just, you know, somebody, I think Caleb, like, cracked a joke, like, not even like, yeah, not even like meaning to like hurt him in any way, but it was just like, oh, yeah, like Russia's crazy, like the government's crazy, blah, blah. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I escaped. Like, it turned like on a dime because he was yeah. like, I escaped Soviet Russia and I am so thankful
0: every day that I get to drive Uber in this country. Yeah. And it's like, dang, this guy's driving people around and he's like, couldn't be happier that he's not. Yeah.
4: He, and he, what did he say, Mitch? He was like, you cannot imagine. Yeah. He's like, you have
0: no idea. Like, you what cannot it's imagine like. USSR. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a little story, too, to kind of piggyback off that, and then we'll wrap it up. You guys can say your final thoughts, and we'll get out of here. But um, when I was playing ball at ACU, we had this coach who was really old school. He was an old guy. You guys all play sports. You know how the old guys are just funny, like, right, when they're yelling. They have just the most clever stuff. So I remember one practice we were running a bunch, and one of the kids was just crying and complaining. Just this kid was just being a punk. And the coach was just yelling at him. He was like, why are you crying? Why are you complaining? Like, get over yourself. And he said, you know what 18-year-old kids your age are doing in Russia right now? He said, they're digging coal because they have no other choice. They're forced to do that stuff. 18 hours a day, they're digging coal to survive. And then so from then, every, every time someone would cry or complain, he'd always say, you could be digging coal in Russia. And, like, it was a joke. Like, we laughed about it. But it's, like, the reality is true. Like, just what yeah. Austin was saying. Like, I think so many kids our age would kill to be in our shoes. And, like, we just have it so good that we don't even realize – if we were in so many other places, we'd be doing stuff that is just unimaginable. So uh, if you guys have any other final thoughts, we can throw them in there and then we'll wrap this thing up. You know, God bless America.
5: Uh, (laughs) I appreciate the question though, because I mean, to be honest, I, you know, I'm not at a university. I don't like talk about this stuff every day. And so it's good. It makes me think a little bit. So I love that.
3: No, I've never heard this. Uh, I looked it up after you said it, and I, it's a pretty big thing. And I, I've never really thought about this before, ever. But, Which is
2: interesting
0: since you're in like police academy. Yeah, he, come on, guy. Jesus. Clean <laughs> it up over there, man. <laughs> no, that was
2: the timer that you know it's done. We're cutting gosh. it off. We but, hit but our that thirty was minutes. Our thirty minute. Yeah, that, that was, was fast, thirty minutes. Uh, thirty 30 was a minutes
0: flies. One. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in, folks, and we'll uh, catch you next week.
3: Thank you, guys.
0: All right, we'll see you all. Later. (laughs)